All right, well, that's how we start. Recording in progress. Scary words. I usually sit here for about five minutes before I hit that button, just being like, do I do this or no? Uh, episode 27. Uh, I know I took a while, like two weeks, but now I'm back. I think the last one was a couple days ago, four days ago maybe. Uh, it was a very short one because I was still kind of coming back from everything that happened. I wasn't sure what to talk about. And I'm thinking it might have been so boring that I may have lost a lot of listeners. So I don't know who's still here, but if you are, thank you for your patience. Uh, I didn't have a lot to talk about on the last one because, as I said, uh, I didn't want to delve into somebody else's sadness that I was feeling very sorry for. Uh, and I was very busy traveling. Did shows with Christina in Lake Tahoe, which was very fun. Uh, very successful. We uh, took the initiative and put on our own shows, contacted some breweries, produced some shows. We were some powerful women doing some shows of our own. And I have to give a shout out to the breweries that hired us because they didn't know us. I mean, we, I sent them videos and they could have watched it and seen that we were funny. But they still hired two, you know, not well-known, not famous female comedians to come up and uh, do a show at their brewery. And uh, it was great. Very good time. Uh, State Line Brewery and South Lake Brewery in Lake Tahoe. Greatly appreciate you. I also did a show in Chico that was very, very fun. Good time. Thank you to George Gonzalez for putting that together for me. Uh, and then we got back to L.A. Christina and I drove seven hours together from Lake Tahoe to Los Angeles, and it was fun. If you... Be so kind as to join our Patreon. You can see a video we made in the car on the way home that gave some very explicit details of certain things that you wouldn't get on a normal podcast. So whether you follow just me or if you also follow the Jill and Off podcast, please join our Patreon, Jill and Off on Patreon. It, you can be as low as like $5 a month, but hopefully you could afford at least 25 or a thousand no I'm just kidding not a thousand you know I always put things into perspective by being like can I afford this and I'm like well what do I spend going out to a bar if I spent like a hundred dollars I'd be like well I can afford to do this other thing for 25 dollars a week or a month if you do it 25 a week, though, it adds up to 100 a month. Anyway, I'll stop pushing the Patreon. I think I'm stalling because uh, we got back to L.A. And we did a podcast live that was fun. And then we met. We went to meet a friend, um, a mutual friend of ours, that 
we've both known for many years. I don't know how long she's known him. I've probably known him for about 13 years or so. And uh, this mutual friend knows a lot about us. He, my heart is pounding. That's what happens. Sometimes when I'm going to be brutally honest, I feel like I'm always honest with you guys, but sometimes brutally honest is a little bit scarier. This mutual friend has been aware that maybe I have some issues with food. It's not my choice. Sometimes uh, it's hard to get the fork to my mouth. I want to. Uh, my brain has other uh, ideas about it. Um, but he knew this and then proceeded to kind of call it out while I was ordering to the waiter. I'm like, oh, are you going to eat anyway? It's just like, it's not cool. Then proceeded to kind of watch me eat every bite, which just felt weird. But I was powering through. I was like, this doesn't feel good. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like I'm in a safe zone. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was expected. That was expected because I knew. I knew the situation I was going into. He's a person. This is the thing as comedians. We all feel that we can be very, most of us feel that we, can, that we can be pretty honest with each other, but more on a joking level. More on stuff that you know is like, that's funny. You know, oh, hey, you tend to sleep with a lot of dumb guys. And it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But I think if you're, if you know somebody's issue that is obviously serious, serious to some level, not life-threatening, but I mean, just like, I don't know, you gotta it, have enough respect. I don't know. It gets to a certain point where this is the problem as a comedian if I don't take the joke, oh, well, then I'm just crazy or too sensitive or, oh, what's wrong with you? You're a comedian. You're supposed to take a joke. That's what happens as a comedian. You take anything too seriously. Not from, it can happen with normal people too. But even worse with comedians. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? I thought you were a comedian. You can't take a joke. And it's like, be smarter. Have some awareness. I don't know. I feel like anybody I'm around, I'm like kind of gauging. I have enough empathy or sympathy to like kind of gauge what might be funny or what might actually hurt them. And if you don't have that, I'm, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. I guess you just weren't born with it, so that's too bad. It's a nice gift to have, 
to be able to sense other people's hurt or sensibilities or but then it didn't even stop there then I'm talking to him and he's like telling me these stories and maybe I I, I got I got called out that I interrupt too much <laughs> I just I feel like when somebody's telling you a story I interrupt because I want to know more about the story if they're in the middle of the story and I'm like, oh wait, what city did you say that was that he was from? Like, I'm just gathering, I'm, I'm into the story and I'm gathering more information. But he's telling a story and then he got pissed off. Well, you, you keep interrupting me, why do you keep interrupting me? I'm, like, I'm just following along, I'm just, I thought this was a conversation. I didn't know that I was being rude. I thought this is how conversation worked. Like you say something, you're telling me something, I'm asking some questions. But instead, it just be, then he goes, I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story. I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story. And now it just became this long, big thing like, God, must be, you must be so annoying to people that you date. Keep interrupting them. And then it's like, well, now I've got to play the comedian thing again. I'm like, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm an annoying girl. It's not, if I was a guy, sitting across from him, who asked questions during his story, he would answer the questions. He wouldn't be like, oh, you just in a, must be hard for girls to date you, you're annoying. No, he'd be a guy where they bantered back and forth. But as a woman, it's just like, oh, why are you being annoying? Why are you talking? There's not... This is what happens through a whole, I'm not going to say a whole, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just say my life. I'm pretty sure it happens to other women, but I don't want to, I'll just stick it to me. But it's like anytime you're in a group full of men, and I'm not, and there's a lot of men that are probably really cool and will take a woman's opinion, but there's a good majority where I try and put my opinion in it, and there's like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? I mean, there's probably a reason I became a comedian. And I'm pretty sure it's because I never spoke until I became a comedian. I was constantly just like shut down. And I do have an older brother who's way smarter than me. So I'm not going to say my parents put me as the dumb kid. I probably put myself as the dumb kid. But I still think this happens to a lot more women than it happens to, to men. Where they can be all talking and then you give your opinion. <laughs> and I'll probably say that I've probably done it to women too. So I'm not going to act like I'm not guilty of it, but to just be like silenced and shut down, like stop talking. I've never, ever till I became a comedian, never felt like I should give my opinion on anything. 
I'm just like, well, mine's dumb. What do I have to say? Which I think is why maybe a lot of female comedians just end up talking about sex. We always get that stigma, like, oh, female comedians talk a lot about sex. It's like, well, most of you don't want to hear our opinion on a lot of other stuff. Sex is a general thing that everybody experiences, hopefully, if they're lucky. It's also another issue that is huge for women because sex is weird and often difficult. If you've had any issues in the past, I think a lot of female comedians have been sexually assaulted in some way. That tends to be what happens, although I think most women have been sexually assaulted in some way. But it's the only place where you're like, like you're like, I finally have a platform where I can talk and nobody's going to tell me to shut up. I mean, they could. There's hecklers, but, you know, not the majority of the time. It was just a very, very disappointing experience. Because if it happens from a stranger, then you're like, eh, whatever. Probably a douchebag, whatever. But you're, if you're surrounded by people that you think are your friends, or it's happened to me sometimes in family situations, I've been in family situations where the men are talking and kind of shut me down, and it's just like, it's just sad. It's sad to be silenced. Like, I've literally been told, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. And maybe I don't. But I don't think they would do that to other men. I don't think they'd look at them and be like... I mean, they would in a joking way, but not the way they look at me, like like to look at me and be like, seriously, shut up. You're stupid. So, that's my story for this week. <laughs> and I'm not trying to play the victim of a woman at all. I'm not trying to, I'm just telling you what I've experienced. Um, but the hardest part is honestly not being able to defend myself. I can. But then it's just, oh, now you're crazy. There's pretty much no way to win. Unless I guess I was so brilliant that I had like the perfect comeback to insult them, but... I don't usually try and go that route because I'm not going to pick a fight where somebody will just end up verbally abusing me even more. It's just this idea of, like, oh, you talk too much. Shut up. You're stupid. Shut the fuck up. 
You're fucking stupid. Now I'm just talking to myself. There's a lot of females who are very strong. And the ones that I've witnessed in, in stand-up that aren't afraid to say what they want or what they feel, I know get just like constant. The strongest females I know in stand-up get constant. Just negative, like, why are you such a cunt? Why are you such a bitch? And it's like, I'm just saying the same thing a man would say. I remember reading like Amy Schumer got like death threats and I was like, what the fuck? Lena Dunham got death threats. Like or when she was naked on her show Girls. You're so fucking ugly. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's not supposed to get naked because she's not super thin. She's not ugly at all. You're talking about how ugly she is because she was naked on her show? That the majority of America looks like her. And you're saying it's ugly? The people that are saying she's ugly, their wives probably look like her or worse. I'm not going to say worse. She doesn't look bad. I'm just saying. I wish I could edit that out because it came out wrong. But you know what I mean. Not worse. She's fine. Her body type's fine. I'm just saying, I don't think their wives are supermodels. <laughs> it's just disgusting it's gross I have zero tolerance anymore um, yeah I mean I told you I mentioned before when I got an email and no ill feelings toward this man that sent me the email all I do hey something's wrong if somebody's that angry, I just think, I just say, I'll pray for you. <laughs> I'm sorry for how much you're hurting. Sorry for how angry you are. But if what I said on my podcast causes you to send me an email saying, I'm a cunt. Well, whatever I said on here, you are in obvious worse pain than I'm in. I'm just on here expressing what I'm feeling because maybe if anybody else feels the same, whatever. I'm committed to doing this podcast. I'm going to keep doing it. I just don't know who's so extremely miserable that they have to hurt other people people or try and hurt other people that deeply I wouldn't just never say that to a friend of mine I would just never lash out and be so mean and then be like oh, you're a comic can't take it why are you so sensitive I don't know trying to have a good time I'm a comic. I do self-deprecating material. I don't know what the fuck is just trying to come out of my mouth. Behavior. I was about to say self-deprecating behavior. I do that too. 
Oops, Freudian slip. We do self-deprecating material. But if I'm out with friends or people I care about, I'm not trying to be a comic. I'm just trying to be a friend, having fun. I feel like I'm, if I'm out at a bar or out to dinner with other comics, I'm not a comic. I'm the same as I would be if we were like three college friends out having a good time, reminiscing, bringing up the good times, not just trying to tear somebody down. You're scared of food? That's hilarious. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you get an anxiety attack sometimes when you put a spoon in your mouth? Oh, that's so funny. I'm a hilarious comedian. It's so funny. But sometimes you have problems putting nutrition in your body. Fucking dick. Plus, I'm not anorexic, all right? Leave me the fuck alone. Look at me. I'm a very healthy, strong woman. My head sometimes says, don't put that in your mouth. But guess what? I put enough in my mouth to survive, to more than survive. <laughs> I got muscles. I got a slight beer belly. I'm good. Anyway, I've probably gone on too long. I think I've already ranted about what I need to rant about. In case I didn't say it enough. I think men, it's been, it's been talked about for ever since I started comedy, which I didn't know why people did stand up before I did it. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I even knew why I did it before I did it. I don't really know until now as I'm getting older. I'm like, oh, I say things on stage I would never say in real life. I talk more on stage than I would ever talk, ever in my whole life. When I go to family events, all my brothers talk, I stay silent, I don't say shit. They do all the talking. Where, where was I going with this? Fuck. Shit, felt like I had a point. And then I went off on the whole family events thing. I think I'm just going to say there's nothing. Uh, it's really nothing more painful than just feeling like you can't tell somebody something. That you can't say like, hey, this is what's wrong. Because they'll be like, oh, why are you crazy? Oh, you're so crazy. Why don't you just stop? You're just so crazy. Why are you dumb? All right. I'll stop. And then I'll go talk about it on stage. Problem is, I need more stage time. <laughs> so unfortunately, 
You guys get to hear this. Anyway, all right. I don't have a really good ending for this, but at least I'm back on track with the Sunday night podcast. Sunday is usually my goal to do it, and I know I fell behind. But life. It happens. All right. Love to you all. Thanks for listening, watching, whatever you're doing. Recording is being stopped.